from the Midwest United States Premier Performing Arts Center, welcome to this special edition of Mansion Magic, bringing you a behind-the-scenes look at all of the new productions, concert events, and more coming to the Mansion Theater for the Performing Arts right here in Branson, Missouri. Well, it's about that time again to raise the curtain on this special edition and see what's happening right here on Mansion Magic. Well, welcome back to another edition of Mansion Magic right here from the Mansion Theater for the Performing Arts in beautiful Branson, Missouri on a beautiful day and a great, great, great program today. Uh, As you are probably quite aware by now, on November 26th and 27th, here at the Mansion Theater for the Performing Arts, one incredible show is coming that absolutely pays incredible honor, but also celebrates the music of two of the most incredible, iconic singer-songwriters in history, Simon and Garfunkel, and that is the Simon and Garfunkel story. And today, I am so proud uh, and honored to have on the show with us today one of the producers, Ralph Schmidtke. And how are you doing, Ralph? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. We are so excited, Ralph, um, with uh, the show coming here on Thanksgiving weekend. It couldn't be a better time. Well, that's great to hear. I mean, we're getting excited to go back on the road too. It's been a, it's been a long time since our last show in in March of 2020, and uh, wow. and uh, I'm getting the chills just listening to you intro to the show because it's. I can't wait to get back out there with uh, the marvelous team that we have. Well, I can't wait to see the show. And of course, everyone here very excited about it as well. But Ralph, you're one of the producers of the Simon and Garfunkel story, correct? Correct. I am. I, I, I co-produced the the show in North America with two other marvelous uh, uh, co-producers, um, Right Angle Entertainment and um, and Dean Elliott from Maple Tree Entertainment in the United Kingdom, who actually wrote and created the show uh, back in 2010. All right, we'll get to the we'll get to the nuts and bolts of the show and a little behind the scenes look in a moment. But I've got a I've got some questions. I mean, Ralph, you didn't come in this. Um, unprepared i must say uh i look at your history over what 35 years and music has always been the core of your life it has been it has been ever since my uncle played uh, me the rolling stones get off my cloud that was I one was of my a, favorites man as a kid i love that song and he and he would always let me play you know do you know go through his 45s and then my father would buy me a uh, a 45 once a week when we uh, would go grocery shopping as a kid and, and then it progressed to LPs and and then I got into the record business uh, and which was like winning the lottery in my mind and uh, it's been music ever you know in in the business of music ever since uh, 1986 and in 86 you were with uh, working with Capitol Records out of Vancouver right Yes, I I was with Capitol Records in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, here up here in Canada, and moved around Western Canada a few times, and uh, and uh, was happy enough to be with them for sixteen and a half years wow. before I w- uh, didn't know it at the time that I would segue into the live music sector. But it's been a uh, 
very rewarding and challenging and you know best years of my working life at this point well i you know i'm gonna fast forward a bit here 2003 comes along and a huge deal in your life uh when you ended up getting in a position to co-produce and promote what i consider not just me but what is considered the finest singular tribute to the beatles ever done a rain and uh that was that had to be amazing well, it was amazing. It was, uh, it, we, we, uh, I was with a company that, uh, uh, named Anarin Productions and we were looking for, um, a show. Uh, there was a classic rock station, uh, out of Toronto called Q107, which was a large heritage classic rock station. And, and the parent company wanted to launch, um, a similar classic rock format in Calgary, Alberta at that time. And they didn't, uh, weren't looking to spend the huge budget to find a, uh, a name act. So they approached, um, our company at that point to find us a show. And Q107 is one of those real classic, uh, classic rock stations. And they play the Beatles, whereas some of the, in, in regular rotation. So we sought out to find uh, uh, a great Beatles show and uh, through a couple of contacts, um, Jeff Perry, the owner of, of, of Anner and Productions, uh, was able to uh, link up with Rain, a tribute to the Beatles. And that story started in, I believe, 2005 and and uh, went on for several years to be a very successful uh Beatles show, uh, still probably the uh, prominent Beatles tribute show in the world today, as far as I know. It's incredible. Did it play Broadway? It did play Broadway. It played Broadway for 13 weeks. That's what I thought. The the year escapes me right now, but we did do Broadway for 13 weeks at at the Neil Simon. Yes. And then uh, I know that theater well. And then we moved it into. the Brooks Robinson, I believe, and um, and it lasted there till almost the uh, the summer. Wow, 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 wow. Well, that brings us to uh, Quattro Entertainment and uh, and and the Simon and Garfunkel story. So, how did it all begin? Well, um, the the show, as I mentioned earlier, was uh, conceived and written by Dean um, over in the UK and. Uh, Dean Dean's a performer himself. Uh, played uh, Buddy in the Buddy Holly story for a number of Absolutely, years. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, you know he he was always um, deep into the music of Simon Garfunkel's story. The, the the songs speak for themselves. And uh, I was invited to go see um, the show at a dinner theater in. Uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, and uh, so we we trekked up there. I was living in Calgary at the time, and we went up there and saw this dinner theater. They were jamming more tables into this place than they could because <laughs> wow. the, dem- the demand was so great. It would, they were up there for, I believe, six or eight weeks to sell out crowds. And uh, and the music was was amazing. But to me, just as important was the the bond. You could see the bond between the the, the, the patrons, the the fans, to the music. They they were they 
They were laughing, they were crying, they were singing along, and they were all smiling when they left the theater. Wow. And and to me, that was just um, a, a, a just basically a, a, a story that I saw when we we took on Rain, a tribute to the Beatles. The people were, you know, the ushers were dancing in the aisles. Oh. They were singing to the songs. Yep. So, it to me, it was just a, a great. Uh, great model to, I hate to use the word model, but it, I, I could see the magic in the music and the way that, and the way the, uh, the fans and the patrons were responding to it. So the, so how was the Simon and Garfunkel story as a stage experience? How was it developed? Well, it was developed in a chronological order uh, in terms of, you know, taking the people, cause it is quite a story. Uh, it it we play more than the music we we kind of do so you know kind of let the people know that some of the things that were, were happening at the time you know when when how they started out as Tom and Jerry yep um, and some of the songs and some of the some of what the motivation of the songs and why they were written by Paul Simon in such a way. And just so give little tidbits of their their each of their lives as they they went through this journey together, and um, you know what we hear quite often is uh, from people oh, the music was fantastic, but I learned a few things that I didn't know tonight. Oh, that's and, great! Uh, you know, so I think that that's that it, that's just kind of how the the story and so you know it, it's a story of Simon and Garfunkel's uh, life doing playing music together and, and you know what's amazing i've i've done a lot of research a lot of reading of uh of uh, guest comments and from various shows and the one thing ralph that really got me is that many people said that sitting in the audience for the simon and garfunkel story you almost at times feel as though you are you have been you're you've just been transported back in time and you're sitting there watching the real guys. Um, and again, this is not a tribute show. This is a actual show that brings you, uh, that takes you through the life th- with the music, with the uh, mu- uh, multimedia. But they said that they actually felt like they were there, and that that's quite a quite an honor, man. Well, thank you very much. That's so kind to hear. Um, we we do take a lot of um, we we a time and energy and, and planning to, to, you know, on, you know, purposely to put the show and present the show as we do. Um, the, the, the players on stage were all cast and, and chosen to, to be of a younger nature, just to trans, you know, to give you that real full illusion of what it was like right. to be in the, in the sixties. Um, and we have nothing against uh, older gentlemen and older uh, <laughs> uh, actresses either. But it, we just wanted to make sure that it it it, it was period sensitive in terms of timing as well too, and and the musicianship that uh, we were able to find with with these young men is unbelievable. It, it it's just so so great to hear them on stage and. And, and and quite frankly, we've been just going back and forth on on email the last 
a couple of days on how things are going to unfold this fall and then the new year and our new COVID protocols and, 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 the, and all those sort of things. Sure. You can just, you can feel the excitement in their responses and just rekindling their relationship with their, you know, their bandmates and their crew members. It's, it's, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Well, the I got to tell you something. The clips that I've watched, and uh, by the way, folks, uh, if you go to the mansiontheater.com, the mansiontheater.com, of course, everything is there. You can purchase tickets, but also you can take a quick peek at these guys uh, from the Simon and Garfunkel story on stage. And I've got to tell you, uh, Ralph, it's some of it gave me cold chills. It was, it was, I think what it was that they were embodying the heart and soul of Simon and Garfunkel. It wasn't just singing the songs. There was something there that was very, very, very organic. Well, you know, thank you. And, and, and that's, and that's again, a testament to, uh, Dean's careful work with, uh, the, the gents who, who play, uh, the art and the Paul parts in the show, uh, they spend um, hours before each tour just going through the harmonies again. And to be fair, uh, they they do that on their own. Um, they will they yeah. do that on their own while before they even get to our our pre production and rehearsal days before we start any tour. Uh, the guys are pros and. Um, they they treat the show with a lot of respect, just like we as producers do. It's amazing. And as with any great show, any great Broadway show, and of course this show coming direct from London and all the amazing things that are associated with a show, a good show. No, no, I take that back. A great show takes you on a journey. And that's exactly what's happening here. Exactly. Yeah, we will we'll take you you know the, the the first set basically takes you through their beginnings and and then um without giving anything away uh you come back into the second set with uh uh with some of the more the the, the bigger hits you know cuz not all of their songs were absolute uh smash hits on the on the pop charts but uh, you'll get a great great representation of uh, the songwriting of uh, uh, Paul Simon and the singing, uh, the harmonies of um, Art Garfunkel and Paul Simon. Now, out of curiosity, uh, does the show encompass any of their solo work? Uh, it does not. Okay, uh, that's what it, I was wondering. Yeah, this is all the the music of uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Gotcha. Okay. That's, that's amazing in itself, my friend. Um, so Ralph, you are get, heading back on tour and getting ready to, is it going, uh, is it just U S or international? Uh, there, there it's, well, we actually have two, uh, shows that run on, on both sides of the Atlantic. There's, we have our North American cast and then there's a, there is a, uh, British, uh, centered cast cast sorry um and we are starting up in um in in october okay in in, in little rock arkansas at the end of october and we have six you know we're doing a six-week run this fall and then we start up again in january um of 2022 and carry on right through till mid-april 
with, um, and then we are going to be in Canada and we're still working on some of those uh, dates in Canada. Two of them were our dates that we had to reschedule due to um, uh, the COVID outbreak right. in March of 2020. Right. Well, all I can tell you is this, um, the Simon and Garfunkel story coming to the Mansion Theater for the Performing Arts. And Ralph, I've got to tell you, buddy, we are excited. And not only am I excited, I, I, in fact, I, I am a huge Simon and Garfunkel fan, like huge. But what's interesting about their music is that every song, and I've, I'm sure you've heard this over and over again, every song is many times is a defining song in someone's life or has defined a moment in someone's life. And I can say that on three or four different songs with Simon and Garfunkel. And um, I think that's, what's going to be exciting is sitting in that audience, especially when you're going to take us back through what was happening in the era, what was happening when this song was first written, when it was performed. And uh, it's, it, it just seems like a wonderful experience. Well, it is. And, and we're very proud of it. And I think we, uh, do the unbelievable and outstanding songwriting of Paul Simon Proud. And uh, we look forward to uh, carrying on and, and bringing, this, bringing this wonderful show to the people for many years to come. Well, are you coming to uh, Branson yourself? I am planning on being there. Yes, my friend. Can't wait to meet you in person, Ralph. Looking forward to um, it, buddy. Same, same from this end. I'm, I'm looking forward to being in Branson for the very first time. Hey, by and, the way, uh, by the way, not to cut you off, I just want to make sure I get this in there. You, you're, you're developing some new shows on some classic artists as well, aren't you? Yes, we are. We, um, uh, uh, Dean Elliott uh, and myself are um, currently uh, casting um, uh, players and, and singers for a new show called The British Invasion. Wow. Uh, live on stage. And it'll, it'll it basically play the music from 1963 to 67 um, on, on, on British, the, the invasion that kind of uh, took the Billboard uh, charts by storm in that time period, led by, of course, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Oh, but there's several, several, several other artists in there, Jerry and the Pacemakers and... Dusty Springfield, Tula wow. Clark, the list goes on and on. So, yeah, we're we're looking to launch that in February of next year, and uh, take that on the on the road for um, thirteen weeks, as it looks right now. That sounds exciting, Ralph. It is such a pleasure to speak with you. I'm so grateful you joined us today. And folks, I just want to remind you once again: we're talking about the Simon and Garfunkel story coming to us live on stage, direct from London, two nights only, November 26 and 27. That's Thanksgiving weekend here at the Mansion Theater for the Performing Arts. You can go to themansiontheater.com. That's themansiontheater.com anytime. Watch the sneak previews, purchase tickets as we are now getting ready for the arrival of the Simon and Garfunkel story. And uh, Ralph Schmidtke, thank you again, and looking forward to seeing you here in November. My pleasure, and thank you very much, and I look forward to meeting you in person. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Right.